I'm Allison Burns. I'm Lulu Picard. You can also hear our voices on our other podcast. Check it out. It's 10K Dollar Day. It's the comedy podcast about imaginary luxury travel. Those episodes drop on Wednesdays, but this is why you're here. So let's do it. It's the 10 Minute Daily Happy. Yep, and all this week we're featuring Buffy. It's the eco-friendly comforter, sheets, and pillows. Try the Buffy Breeze. It's the ultra-breathable eucalyptus comforter that keeps 95% of sleepers cool at night. Seven-day free trial with free returns. That's free, free, free. Go to... 10kdollarday.com slash buffy and you what just with bun b and use code <laughs> fluff 15 for 15 percent off but with three f's no i'm kidding but with all the f's yeah well there are three f's there's the f fluff. the one in the front oh, of yeah. fluff, and then the two so that actually is how you spell fluff <laughs> Oh, gosh. Okay, so I'm in a good mood today. We just finished our podcast talk about uh, Small But Mighty at the PodFest Virtual Summit, and it went really well, so I'm feeling really good. So I want to talk about some good stories. You ready for these? Okay. Yeah. All right, so there is a Chicago coffee shop owner who has collected 6,000 warm coats for the homeless, and he is delivering them with a cup of coffee. Isn't that cute? Oh, that is really sweet. I know. And what's cool is he has this coffee shop that's like tucked underneath this Chicago train station, which also I think is really cool. And so it's like this cool place that like the community goes and hangs out. But then there's also a pretty big local homeless population. And, you know, Chicago gets like crazy harsh winters. I mean, the whole world right now, I guess, has gotten some harsh winters. But he was able to collect 6,000 coats. He brewed 40 gallons of coffee. Like, that's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I think about my little coffee cup and I was like, He brewed it himself. That's what it says. He brewed. I would have gone to Duncan. I would have been like, Hi, can I get 40 boxes of Joe? I know, right? Yeah, I'm I'm impressed he brewed that himself. That's that's pretty good. I know. And then they got a uh, a truck, a truck and a driver from Good Move Movers. So they donated this truck and the driver. They got a custom sign that was donated by Angel Fancy Design Studio. And on the truck, it says warming up Chicago's homeless one cup and one coat at a time. I love it. I know. And it's so needed there. It's so cold in Chicago. I know. I can't even imagine. So he says that he loves working with coffee as a tool of motivation to fuel and ignite people to soar beyond their expectations and to soar beyond society's expectations. So he says he literally is fueling them and caffeinating them, which I think is so cute. So his name is Pilot Pete, and he has that coffee shop in Chicago. So go ahead and Google him. He deserves that accolade. All right. Pilot Pete. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Yes. I I like that story a whole lot. I know. Me too. A whole lot. Okay. Wait for this one, though. Okay. So there was a student who showed up to school a few days ago and he refused to take off his hat. Okay. This is at Stony Brook Intermediate and Middle School. Okay. So he refused to take off his hat. So the teacher was like, you have to take off your hat. Like we don't wear hats in school. And he was like, I can't, I'm not doing it. So she sent him to the principal's office. Okay. So this principal, Jason Smith, was trying to get him to tell him, like, why don't you want to take your hat off? Like, what's going on? Why why are you being like this? And finally, after 30 minutes of basically trying to get, you know, the the 
why out of him. He finally told him that he was embarrassed because his dad had given him a really bad haircut. (laughs) Oh, no. I know. Oh, no. I know. So he said, (laughs) I know, this poor kid. So the principal, Jason Smith, said he has actually done some cutting of people's hair. He said, I used to do it as a young man for all of the my friends. And he said, I actually have a really good pair of clippers at my house. Will you wait here in my office? I'm going to run home. I live 10 minutes away. I'm going to come back. I'm going to take a look at your hair. Are you so this, kidding me? Yeah, this principal went home. He got his clippers. He came back. The little boy took off his hat and he said, yep, the uh, hairline was really, really kind of jacked up. So he said he started to clean up the hairline and he got his, you know, scissors out and he, he he cleaned him up and he said he held up the the mirror to the little boy and he said, okay, I can take my hat off now. So he was able to take his hat off and go back to class because the principal oh. gave him a proper do. What a, what an understanding principle. Isn't I mean, that amazing? I love that it took 30, because that must have been a very frustrating 30 minutes for the principal. And I do love that when it was just a little boy who was embarrassed, that he immediately was like, oh, that makes sense. Let's fix that. Yeah. Right. I like so that. then he said yeah. he spent the rest of the day in good spirits. And since then, this little boy often stops by the principal's office just to tell him about his day. Well, how does the dad feel? I'm not sure about that. The only information I got was that they actually approved the haircut through the mom. So they did reach out to the mom and say, hey, is it okay if we cut your kid's hair? So, um, yeah, I'm not I'm not sure. How, how the dad felt about that. Because <laughs> meanwhile, there's a dad out there who's like, so my son is in the news because I gave him such a bad haircut. His principal had to cut it. I Poor know. Dad. Poor oh, dad. Man. Just trying his best. Everyone's Can you imagine? Trying their best. <laughs> I feel that way all the time. The other day, I forgot to pack Hannah a dance top. So she had her, her leggings for dance, but she didn't have a shirt. So (laughs) I literally went to the Lost and Found and I was like just pulling stuff out of Lost and Found and I found this like extra small t-shirt, but it's extra small for like a grown person. And I literally like sprayed it down with some mask spray that I had in my car (laughs) and took it into her and I like tied it up and I was like, look how cute you look. And she literally looked homeless. It was so bad. (laughs) It was so wrinkly and it was like kind of stained on the armpits, but I full on let her go into class like that <laughs> just trying your best man i mean listen you problem solved you were like i i gotta figure this out and then you figured it out and i, I don't think anyone can blame you for that yeah and i think that she's still young enough to be like okay well i guess if if mom says that it's okay then it's fine <laughs> i don't know <laughs> I don't know. Okay, before we leave, I know I was full of good news today. But I do have one like, you know, like news, news story, COVID news. So we've talked about, I think a couple days ago, how Texas governor, uh, you know, decided to scrap the mask and all of that. So the businesses in Texas, though, some of them, not all of them, but businesses are actually bidding to enforce COVID safety rules and mask mandates 
like in their own businesses. So there's some people that are saying like, we don't agree with this. We think Texas should still require a mask. Um, And so they're actually saying there's one guy, he's a security consultant. uh, He said that ripping off the Band-Aid is not good. So he thinks that doing it this quickly was not a great way to go about it. So he's saying that some companies are trying to enforce the mask rules and tell customers that they are just enforcing it even though state rules say they don't have to. So this is kind of a big uh, conversation that's happening right now. Well, I mean, I think that because businesses are private property, you can do whatever private policy you want, right? So right now the yeah. the state's saying you don't have to be a mask, but any gov- any any company can say, but while you're on my property, it's no shirt, no shoes, no mask, no service. If oh, it that's was the true. other it was the other way and Texas said you have to mask, then even on your private property, you would still have to mask. Okay. Right. So I think, I think you have, I think you always have a hundred percent power to tell people to mask on your own private property. I think. Okay. Um, and I think that if I were a a consumer and I walked into your store and I didn't want to wear a mask because you own the store, I think you can say, I'm so sorry, we don't serve people with shoes or without shoes or shirts or masks. Right? Yeah, no, that, yeah, that makes sense because you do. You see those signs. 30 seconds remaining. And it's remaining. not discrimination. It's just their blanket policy. It's not based on the person, so they can't call it that. It's just based on this is what we require to enter. Right. Yeah. Right. Especially okay. nowadays, if you can put that that box of disposable masks, sometimes they have them like right at the door. Then you're not even asking anyone to provide anything. You're just saying to come in, take one of those. Yeah. Well, everyone's welcome here. You don't have to. 